Welcome to the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing Podcast with your host, John Cass. Together, we'll take a closer look at the ins and outs of marketing through an agile lens. You'll learn from interviews with top agile thought leaders and practitioners and gain fresh new insights for your journey. Let's get ready to dive in. Welcome to the deep dive into Agile Marketing with John Cass. I'm your host, John Cass, here in Boston, Massachusetts. Today, I'll be interviewing Mitra Rognabadi, VP at Global Head of Marketing for OpenFin, and Lydia Kirby, Delivery Director of Bright Innovation, who worked with Mitra on OpenFin's Agile Marketing Transformation. Welcome, Mitra and Lydia. Thank you, John. Hi, John. Nice to see you today. Yeah, thanks for joining so much. So in, in preparing for this call, we talked a little bit about how OpenFin had for many years conducted only brand marketing promotion. And then in recent years, has switched to demand generation. Can you explain the journey from one type of marketing to the, the next and why that digital transformation journey for marketing meant you decided to introduce agile marketing into that process? Sure. And thanks, John, for having us. I would say that there still very much is a focus on brand marketing at OpenFin, but as our suite of products expanded, we really wanted to learn more about our digital audience, where they are, what they care about, and what we needed to iterate to better reach them. And of course, with you know the pandemic, we moved a lot of what we were doing online, which was not natural to us. And so agile marketing, and I have to be completely honest, I was not familiar with, you know, with agile marketing before I started doing research. And when I came across it, it was really the the pace at which you could learn that was intriguing to us. You know, I, you want to try to test something new and get it out similar to how you do it with software development, right? You want to be agile, you want to, you want to build a button on an app, you want to tested with your audience and if they have a, a, an opinion or want it on the other side of the app what you want to do is be able to iterate ship and deliver it instantly and that goes for marketing as well i think you you know with the the amount of content that's out there today you really have to be quick and on your feet and i think agile marketing really allows you to do that it's uh, very much aligned with how we work at openfin to deliver software where we say move fast break nothing and with agile marketing i think we found that that is really consistent with our mo motto and i've been pleasantly surprised with the approach that's great uh, let me move to Lydia. How did Bright get involved in the process? Yeah, well, I, I guess as, as Mitra said there, she was kind of new to the, the approach of agile marketing. So um, I think when these guys started looking at how demand gen might work at OpenFin and wanted to look at testing it, as they would do with a product development, you go and look for kind of external resource to support and bring in those expertise. So we spoke up uh, probably um, almost a year ago now and started to develop a proof of concept campaign where we would test different tactics, different target audiences, and particularly focusing on different digital platforms. As, as I said, it was a pandemic, so um, everything was fully digital. So uh, that was a really good approach for us to take. 
Great. And so Mitra, how important was it to have an experienced team to work with on the agile marketing transformation with Bright? Well, first and foremost, I would say time. The process, I'd say, is pretty straightforward and easy, right? But it's the tech project management, the pace at which you need to move in that requires a team of experts. And what Lydia was able to deliver was assemble a SWAT team of experts for what we needed quickly and efficiently. And her approach was very agile as well. When we needed to switch pace or change our strategy. It sometimes also meant onboarding, offboarding team members quickly, which you can't do as easily in-house given resource constraints. But having this outsourced team and being new to the whole process, you really learn a lot about the different profiles of people that you need on the team. If you needed, you know, more content or you needed someone that it was a little bit more, you know, tech experience who was able to help with the Mark Tech infrastructure. So that was really why I thought, you know, and, and, and that goes with anything else that we do, you know, what, if something is new and we want to test it, the team that you need in order to get the job done, you can't cut corners. And so with Bright, we were really able to see the full extent of what agile marketing means quickly. So there was no, uh, there was a learning curve on my side, but I had Lydia to, to really help us move things along quickly and efficiently. Well, it's always useful to have that coach who's done it before, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I think there's nothing uh, greater than learning from experts and people who are on the ground doing it day in and day out. And, you know, when you assemble a team of experts, you you really see uh, the results and, and some work for you and some don't. And that's the the luxury of having an external team where she can just go right into her toolkit and, you know, swap one for the other. And it helps us identify where and how we want to grow our agile marketing team. As you've been going through your digital marketing demand generation transformation, making that change from from brand marketing to demand generation, you know, at at the company, uh, how have you built your MarTech infrastructure and actually used agile marketing to do that? Yeah, so MarTech can get really expensive really fast, but you also don't want to cut corners. A good infrastructure can reduce a lot of friction. And with the pace at which you're going with agile marketing, a solid workflow is necessary. And I'd say that that's still a work in progress. We're still learning a lot about, uh, you know, we have a solid, I think, base, but we're still learning a lot about the tools that are out there. And gosh, there are so many, uh, you know, different services that you can use to optimize and, you know, prioritize your workflows and automate them. But yeah, I, I, as you said, it's an agile approach. I think all around agile in general is going to become more and more popular. I think doing things in sprints and having, you know, set timelines for testing and iterating is really, really important. And so with our MarTech, we have a solid, Lydia, I will uh, let you speak to this, but I think we have a solid infrastructure right now or solid or a well-oiled machine, but what, but I'd say that's a work in progress. And I'm not sure if it, you know, if there's an end to it, there's so much great, you know, stuff out there that uh, I'm, I'm continuously curious and that's where we are today. Mitra, I don't think there ever is an end to marketing technology. (laughs) (laughs) They're always inventing something new. Now we've got AI coming into everything. Oh, you know, so there's, there's never an end, I think. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, Lydia, um, uh, you know, as you've supported uh, Mitra and the marketing team, you know, could we get into a few more of the details? You know, how long are the sprints and did you have to adjust the period of sprints uh, with the team when first setting up Agile Marketing? Sure. So, yeah, I mean, as Mitra says, we work with um, many clients in this Agile approach. So we always bring our own kind of learnings into the project at the beginning. Um, And one of the really important things for a marketing team to understand is that you need to be working with internal subject matters as well. And from that perspective, we always look to work around three weeks for our sprint because it really can be difficult to get time in stakeholders' diaries and you need to get them to commit to um, delivery in those time periods as well. So for us, three-week sprints um, worked, so we didn't really make any changes to that. That was the kind of time frame that we that we stuck to throughout the process, um, giving really plenty of time for that planning and the doing and the reviewing. And I know that sounds simple however lots of times where people get agile wrong is they just rush into the doing stuff and getting stuff done and don't give quite enough time for the planning or the reviewing and in that sense agile can kind of fall down if you don't really take those learnings and iterate on what you're doing so kind of roundabout way of saying three weeks (laughs) that's what worked for us Lydia, I think that's a really good insight about the process and and the focus on the planning, but also the retrospectives and everything. Mm. You know, it's it, it's just so true, isn't it? Mitra, do you do you feel that way as well? Absolutely. So, uh, Lydia, you know, what what are some of the tools that the team decided to use uh, for managing the whole agile marketing process? So we work with, um, as I've said, Sprint. So we're working with Scrum, but we're also looking at kind of Kanban boards and OpenFin global team. So obviously everything digital. We currently are using uh, monday.com which allows for that kind of project management across those that to do during done approach. But I also wouldn't get too caught up in which tool you use. I think, you know, as we've already touched on, there's so much MarTech available. Essentially, as long as you can move a project card from what from the, that to do during done stage, you could use Trello, you could use Monday, you can use the next thing that's coming out <laughs> next week or, you know, those pieces as well. So that's really what we're using. And then obviously Slack, you've got to have that instant message software when you're working globally, especially when you're working with different time zones, it's important to be able to kind of get hold of people. And as we talked about, Agile is all about the pace um, and raising risks and issues quickly. So using something like Slack to make sure that the whole team are aware of any blockers um, and any risks is really useful. As you say, uh, Lydia, it's it's less about the tools and more about the mindset and, and that change, right? Certainly, certainly. Mitra, after your experience with building a demand generation marketing organization and using Agile, you know, what advice do you give to other marketing leaders in adopting Agile for marketing? Oh, there's so much that I've learned, but I would say don't cut corners. Don't rush, but move fast for sure. Keep iterating. You're never going to be done. (laughs) Put a budget in place and define your goals on day one. I think that's really, really important. And your goals will change. Lydia, correct me if I'm wrong. I think like our overall goal was to, of course, learn and understand, but really 
you may think that you want to achieve A, but you find that, you know, B works better. Don't be scared to change uh, course, but stay on track and don't fully rely on analytics. Analytics gets scary. And I know those are numbers that people want to reference and, and move towards, but I think your goal is more important. So your analytics may not be as great in the beginning and that's okay. I wouldn't change my course because of the analytics I'm seeing. I would do it more based on the uh, interactions that I have with the new customers that I've gained. So there's different ways to iterate, but I, I definitely recommend that you don't rush but do move fast. I think that's, that's a, a really useful point around you. Know, a lot we're talking here about big purchase software. This isn't some like a small decision somebody's going to make in in a few days. So really listening to the analytics, but also getting feedback from the rest of the sales team on any leads that have come through, so you can understand whether what the quality of them as well. So definitely balancing. And and Lindia, a, a new question here I just thought of, which is the this must have been an interesting case study for you when you see a uh, sort of a new team doing demand generation, whereas most, most marketing teams, that's what they're doing, right? So, you, you know, you're changing from brand marketing to, to marketing. How was how that sort of interesting for you as a, as a company and being experienced in agile marketing across different teams, just sort of starting from the word go? How was, uh, you know, how, how did that, did that affect things or was it kind of made it easier or did it make it harder? I think it made it easier in the way that we had loads of opportunity to test different things. And it goes a little bit to the kind of open fin team in general and their their attitude to the product of OpenVim, but also just to kind of how they do things. They, they really embraced the agile kind of methodology and the approach that, yep, great, test it. Let's see what happens. Let's kind of work with that. So I think it's less about the fact that they were perhaps new to it and more that they have got that real kind of scale up mentality that just lends itself so well to this. And it wasn't as kind of pushing something uphill to change to make change happen they were like yeah let's do this let's let's see what can happen and for me that's kind of the perfect client (laughs) so yeah that's great. Uh, Mitra, uh, you, you know, on that point about iteration, I, I think that a lot of companies can use agile uh, marketing to sort of use it for the the normal ball play, if you will, right? Uh, for yeah. just getting, you know, the strikes and everything. But they don't always um, uh, get as much advantage out of iteration, right? So do you do you think that, um, that this whole process has enabled you to think more about that as as you go into this new transformation for demand generation yeah absolutely and i i think just you know agile in i think is going to influence a lot of what we do as a company in in general and to lydia's point earlier right like we weren't uh, afraid of the pace at which we needed to move in. What we didn't realize is how much time and attention it required. And that's part of the learning curve, right? And yeah, I, I think there is a true commitment that you need to make if you want to, you know, adopt agile marketing. And, you know, to my earlier point about have a budget in place because your budget will influence how much you can do and how well you can do it. And so all of these little bits really come together. But over time, 
you continuously iterate each one of these elements, right? You, you iterate your, and, uh, you know, change your budgets around. You change the team around. As I said, with, you know, Lydia's team, we were able to say, okay, we're, we're no longer going to do X, we're going to do Y. So we had to swap a few people in and out for the different talents that we needed. And so the agile bit is like continuous throughout the entire workflow. It's not just like the marketing bit. It's like the planning, the execution, the, you know, the onboarding, the offboarding. It's so fast. And sometimes like I, in the beginning, I was like overwhelmed just at how quickly I needed to switch gears. But I also think it keeps things things exciting. So I think marketing is is interesting, right? It can be if you really believe in what you're doing, of course you can write and influence and and do a lot of things, but the internet is uh too big now and you just have to move a lot quicker than than that, you know, your traditional approach. And so, you know, as long as you're open to that, you'll leave your desk you know, on a Thursday, you come in on a Friday and next thing you know, you have a brand new strategy in place because you you learned something overnight that hit your desk uh, in the morning. So, yeah, I, I, I am looking forward to the next year and, and so forth. And I'm starting to see a lot of other influencers adopt this approach, which is a fun challenge because in great competition, which is fun. Yeah, that is exciting about the level of adoption of agile marketing across the industry. I mean, I I often feel as if, you know, we as marketers, we didn't really have a methodology, but now we do. And we, we sort of, it's the default one. <laughs> I, but it's been a slow process. You know, I think it it takes time to have that change in mindset. Well, this is this has been a really good conversation. And I want to thank you, Mitra and Lydia, for, for joining us today. Thank you so much, John. It was a pleasure. Thank you very much. It was great. Great to chat. And thanks for having us again, John. So thanks for joining us on the deep dive into Agile Marketing with John Cass. My thanks to Mitra and Lydia, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Deep Dive into Agile Marketing podcast. Be sure and subscribe to our show and leave a review to let us know what you thought of today's episode. And if you like what you heard and want to learn more, visit www.businessagility.institute.